Dungeoneers! Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that welcomes back its friends with open arms. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined as always by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here, ready to give out bear hugs to everyone. <laughs> hey friends, yeah, let's let's do the hu- oh, um, hey, how come I'm the only one who's naked? <laughs> D- did I? I mean, come on, guys, bear hug. I didn't you think know? that was like, going there. Bear, all right. I was uh, like, the joke would work if Daniel had any body hair. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a, I'm like a naked mole rat. I'm fast. Y- yep. yep, that's what they're known for, for sure. Well, here, I'll, I'll do it again. We have Daniel here, ready to give out naked mole rat hugs. Oh boy! Oh, oh. I don't like that. <laughs> Sneaking up behind you, give me a hug, 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 I hate hug, that. hug, hug. <laughs> yep. Sorry, Jay. I um, <clears throat> I slapped your leg there. So stop. We're not doing this. This is not the energy <laughs> we're starting with. Daniel, you have a responsibility when we do these things, and you always take it for granted. <laughs> I'm Every sorry. Single I'm so- time. <laughs> Maybe you should stop giving hugs to people, Daniel. I think you're making AJ uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, anyway, moving on from there, Janelle's here, too, with her welcoming smile, positive attitude, and disapproval of everything Daniel does. I'm going to have to go get a blanket, because if somebody sees us out here with him in the nude, we're g- he's going to be arrested. I don't want to deal with the cops today. Not again. Yeah, Not for this. Say, when, wouldn't be the first time. No, and not for not for public nudity either, but I just I don't have the energy for this today. <laughs> when all of them know you by name and they just give you really sad looks when you go to collect your husband every other week, you know, that's not good. That's not good. Thankfully they like him cuz they just think he's funny. A nuisance, but funny. A funny yeah, but yeah. And we always take him back too because we love him as his friends. <laughs> no matter how many times he has to go to jail, we still accept him. <laughs> yeah, because they don't like it when I'm in there either. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> mm. Well, speaking of returning, the prodigal son returns because Nate's back after all Woo! this time. I think I'll be going on vacation again now. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. They no, don't know how much he hates us. I didn't ask to be hugged by a naked mole rat. I got news for you. It wasn't actually a naked mole rat. It was a hairless bear. No, Josh, let him believe it was a naked mole rat. It was a naked man. At least he's happy to see me. Oh, God. I am, Nate. It's very nice to see you. (laughs) Janelle, hand me the blanket. Yeah. God God damn it. This episode. It's ruined. (laughs) Well... Joel's here, too, and I doubt he really notices whether we're even here half the time, regardless of what goes on. Of course I know you're here, Paul. <laughs> who, are you, who are you talking to, though? I feel sad. That's <laughs> what we call you. Sad. Jake. Yep. No, no, but on a serious note, of course I know that, that, that people are here. I hear their voices in the background. Saying stuff. Uh, I'm I'm one yeah. of I'm one of the trolls yeah. that lives in Joel's room. Daniel's got his <laughs> naked molar hat out. <laughs> it's it's where my no. yeah it's where my den is. 
I always know when he's here. Well, at least the cops won't come when he's visiting Joel inside Joel's house, so that's fine. Yeah, it's because if when I start to run away, I just shovel all the trash from under Joel's bed yeah. out at the at anyone who tries to stop me, and then I sick my brood of uh, raccoons on them. Why? Whatever. I don't want to know. I don't know why it's raccoons. Well, this intro has gone off the rails entirely, <laughs> so I'll move on to AJ. Who gets a little too enthusiastic about seeing his friends, but I don't know how he feels about Daniel now. <laughs> you know, normally I'm there, I've got a cake, I've got pie, I've got, you know, a tractor or something to help help pull the boat that I got for them, but I think I'm just gonna have to take it to, to Nate, even though he doesn't like any of those things. I just I'm I'm sorry, Daniel, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Don't look at me that way. We should be celebrating Nate's return over Daniel's return because Daniel's always here. I am always here. No, but Nate's always <laughs> here in my heart. That's that's why I don't get to do this with my, my friend Nate because he's my best friend. I, I just can't handle it. I'm his best. AJ, don't start crying. Dad, I'm not going to be able to handle it. it. I'm just so happy Nate's <laughs> just a boy. Nate's just a boy. My sweet boy. My baby boy. <laughs> My boy. <laughs> uh. You know, I remember why Nate left for a little bit now. Um. <laughs> well, I thought it was for school stuff. I'm pretty sure that's what he just told us so he could like have some space. Um, no, no well, Nate. Well, this welcome back, true. Nate. How's it? How's it feel to be back after like a month of being gone? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's still waiting to see. Nate, <laughs> he'll make he'll make his judgment call at the end of the episode. No, I Nate. will alert all of you guys individually on my response. But but Nate, I thought we had something special. AJ, you're on the good side. Don't worry. Oh thank God! Oh God! Oh, I'm so scared. Want to start a a competitor called Dungeoneering Applied? AJ, me and you. That, that's our side. <gasps> no. Nate, Nate, that's our side project. You can't bring up. We're recording tonight. Oh. But but also yes. Applied. Sorry, Josh. What were you saying? What? Well, now that Nate's back, and we said our welcomes, do you guys want to play some D and D? Yes. Oh yeah, that might be fun. Right? Please. I'm ready to get dirty. <laughs> the power of mole rats. Any moment, Josh. Whenever you are ready, please. Alrighty. Well. I'm excited to leave this behind, so I will give us a quick recap, and then we will jump back into the action. So last episode, our heroes ventured through the ancient tomb of the hero Anita Kalnish, avoiding traps and solving puzzles all along the way. After reaching the final chamber, they were able to open up a massive set of bronze doors, and by doing so released the creature locked inside. So we will rejoin our adventurers in this ancient stone tomb. A low rumble rolls through the chamber, shaking the ancient stone tiles beneath your feet and causing the blocks of the walls and the ceiling to shift a little bit, raining down small rivers of dust on your shoulders. 
after the initial rush of air into the chamber, a dark smoke begin to slowly billow out from the doorway. Those of you with dark vision can't quite make out what's inside due to the smoke billowing from the open opening, but you can see a massive shape uncurling from within, lithe and elegant despite its massive size. On the sides of the massive doorway, the claws gripping onto the stone begin to scratch and chip away at it as they pull the thing inside forward and into the light. A head emerges from the dark smoke, almost as long as Fio is tall, but the collection of curved horns extending from the back and side of its head almost double that length. Mottled scales cover its face, ranging from jet black to dark brown, framing the eyes, which burn with a golden flame. Sharp teeth and fangs as long as daggers glint in the light of your torch as its lips curl back and a long forked tongue slithers out to smell the air. With a deep bellow, so deep that you feel it in your chest just as much as you hear it through your ears, the creature pulls itself the rest of the way forward and the ground shakes under you with each step. The claws that it used to pull itself out of the chamber extend backwards into massive bat-like wings, which are as dark as its scales, and which it uses as a pair of forward limbs to walk. Its back legs are digigrade, like a bird or a lizard, but they're rippling with thick muscles, and they end in thick curved talons, longer than Gunner's short sword. The dragon fills the entirety of the far room as it emerges, the claws at the tips of its folded wings sliding against the walls on either side, and its spiny tail scratching the stone floor as it unfurls and slowly whips around. The dragon's neck is arched back slightly, and it's holding itself high up off the ground so that it towers well over your heads and it is larger than anything you've ever seen in your life. It stares at you with eyes that resemble molten orbs of fire, and then it speaks and lets loose a rumble of words in an unfamiliar tongue that none of you understand. Oh my god. This is nuts. So what do you guys do? Theo is still at the front of the room in front of the font that he had lit on fire. He's got Jasper hastily getting himself out of the backpack that you had fashioned with his faculties restored somehow due to the, the panic of the situation. We have Aegon, Gunner, and Tuo hanging further back, watching from a short distance. And then we have Vez at the very back of the room who had just heard the voice of the old man speaking the exact same language that the dragon is speaking. But when she whirls around, she sees he is not standing behind her anymore. I Gunner takes a free action to turn around and say the Vez, they're real, all right. <laughs> um, does she happen to know through the many books she's read what 
language giants used to speak? I'm asking this for a very specific purpose before she does something that gets everybody killed. <laughs> well, I can um, I can answer something actually. Theo knows giant, and he's mentioned it before, likely. So if you've ever talked to him about it, you might know through him. Well, Vez knows that dragons and giants uh, fought each other in the Titan War 500 years ago, which is what eradicated the two races. So you know the dragons have their own languages and the giants have their own languages. Okay, so it's a whole separate language. Okay, so then she's going to do her best then to speak in Sylvan because she knows that's the oldest language that she knows. Um, Mm -hmm. And since that, I just wanted to make sure that the giants, for some reason, didn't speak it, and then she spoke it, and then it caused problems. Giants did not not speak Sylvan. Sylvan was the language that the elves' ancestors brought over. Were they? Does she know what side they were on? Um, The elves actually didn't choose a side. Okay, perfect. Like, out of of most (laughs) of the races, like, humans sided with the dragons, and the dwarves sided with the giants. And sided is a loose term. It was more they did it because dragons and giants are way bigger than either of them mm-hmm. but yeah elves stayed pretty like out of it they weren't interested so she panicking has no idea what else to do so she'll very like slowly I guess walk up to be essentially across from like Gunner and Tuo um, by the middle fountain and then bend to one knee and uh, say something in Sylvan, I don't know if the dragon will hear because she's not exactly doesn't exactly have her full voice right now. Uh-huh. But uh, in Sylvan, she'll try to not let us die, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello. I'm s- sorry we have disturbed your sleep. Um, there was a old man who. I don't really know what to say. I just don't want us to die. <laughs> You're cut off because the dragon whips its head to look at you and immediately begins to walk towards you. <clears throat> it just kind of moves right over where Theo and Jasper are. And your ce- the ceiling is just substituted by like a, like a solid wall of dark scales as it just kind of like moves over you almost... Uh, Trying to think of a good real-world comparison. It's very elegant. Think think of like a, a, a wyvern that moves like a cat. That's probably the best way to put it. <laughs> everything is everything is deliberate, and it's not like flailing around or thumping around. Theo is just absolutely stunned. He is just petrified. He doesn't know what to do. He's just watching, just in sheer awe and just petrification. He, he can't move. And it moves so that its head is right in front of Vez. And she looks into its eyes, and she can see its slitted pupils opening a little bit as it stares at her. When I say close, it is like six inches away from Vez's face. Oh, good lord. (laughs) She says nothing. (laughs) She just... (laughs) She's terrified. She realizes now that her curiosity might have just gotten her killed, but this is where she's at, so here we are. Now I have a question. Now that the dragon has moved out of the doorway, can we see what lies beyond? <laughs> oh, oh my god. Are I was you serious just... right now? <laughs> I, I was just about that may god whispered together. Quick gunner, well well Vez is distracting it. Go get the treasure. <laughs> well thank god you didn't say that. <laughs> um no, you know, it Josh, is still... you didn't say it. 
it is still very smoky in there and you can't quite see like you can tell there's like stuff in there but like you can't make it any details it could be rubble it could be treasure yeah see the pro <laughs> gunner wanted to i guess gunner was trying to evaluate how far the goal was between where he's standing now and where he needs to be and um because it, it's a crucial it's a crucial piece of information i think gunner is mostly just trying not to wet himself at the moment <laughs> Whatever mood swings he's been going through lately seem to have completely left his mind as he's trying to think, like, how to not die in this situation. I'll silently cast Comprehend Language. Oh, okay. That's dope. <laughs> nice. So was that, was that, uh, I know it's, it's in the name, Nate, uh, but you want to read off the spell real quick so we know exactly what it does. For the duration, you can understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. You understand any written language that you can see, but must be touching the surface. And you can read one minute per text. The spell does not decode secret messages, glyphs, or hidden things such as sigils that isn't part of a written language, and it lasts one hour. Oh, wow. So you can, you can cast that silently without alerting the dragon. Yes, so now uh, when it speaks, you can understand it. And just with its deep rumbling voice, it asks, What year is it? How long have I been asleep? And Sylvan shall reply with... Well, you can't understand it. Oh. Speaking in Draconic. Oh, just kidding. She just kind of yeah. stares at it. <laughs> so yeah, right, uh, right now, Jasper is the only one who can understand what it's saying. 2022. <laughs> Damn it, Everybody's head snaps back as Jasper talks because he's been. <laughs> no, no, uh, you you would you would know. You don't have to know the year. You can just say that you say the year. But uh, it whips its head to look at you, and you can't actually speak draconic though with this spell, right? You can just understand it. Yes, I can only s listen and understand it. Okay, so it doesn't seem to understand what you say, but it like gets really close to you. And it repeats the question. How long have I been asleep? And it's so close, like you know, the metal bits in your body are rattling. Can I write the year down in the languages yes. I know? Okay, you write it down in a... Uh, what languages do you know? Uh, all my languages are... If only I took the language feat. <laughs> Every time. See, oh, this is the one time... It, uh, for the audience, this is an ongoing joke with Nate. He doesn't like playing D&D, so he always chooses dumb feats. <laughs> this is the one time he didn't choose the feat, and it would have been perfect. <laughs> the language feats. Yeah. yeah, the language feats specifically. I can write it in common, gnomish, elven, and if deep speech has a written. Okay. He's <coughs> just getting too excited over there. Well, I'm getting excited now that he said that. Did the dragon breathe down your throat? <coughs> no, I was, I, know, I was, I was drinking a, an energy drink, and it just, it bubbled up and went down the wrong pipe. I'm just so amped. No, I'm good. Are you drinking Go amp brand energy drinks? No, I'm not. Oh, I think no. we found a new sponsor, guys. Oh no, yeah. Oh no, no, what have I done? Nice idea. <laughs> if we put some neosporin in your esophagus, it might help with the burning no. sensation too. No. Oh, you guys are good. You guys might need neosporin after this encounter. <laughs> and then I basically will look and see if he understands any of them. Okay, the dragon looks down 
and it uses its wing, like the wing, the uh, claw at the end of its wing, to pull the paper forward. And Gunner and Aegon have to like dodge out of the way because its wing is like uh, scratching against the wall and sending bits of stone raining down on you. And it looks at Jasper again, and it just bluntly asks, "Do you understand what I'm saying?" Then I will just nod my head up and down. Yes. Speak then, in my tongue. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> no habla. Yeah, kind of. No habla draconic. Yeah, kind of. The only one would be my guess would be if someone spoke giant. And then I'll just say if someone can no. speak. Uh, <laughs> I don't no. think that. No, no. I don't think so. And then it, it just kind of looks Jasper up and down and it says, You are a mage, correct? I nod. And it looks around and it looks at Vez. And then it looks at Gunner. And then Aegon. And then Fio. <laughs> it licks its chops and it looks at Tuo. What the hell? <laughs> And it looks at Jasper again and it says, Give me a reason that I shouldn't incinerate you all now. Why have you released me? The call has not been sounded. Jasper has no clue, so he'll just go, eh, I don't know. (laughs) 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 He just shrugs. Everyone just like, (laughs) give me a reason. I don't fucking know. Yeah, everyone just staring to see, like, what is he going to do? And we just see him go, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been unconscious this whole time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God, we're going to die. <clears throat> then the dragon turns its head, and it looks back at Vez. And uh, Jasper hears it say, you, speak again. <laughs> wants you to speak again. Oh, um, what does it want me to say? Uh, she turns to the dragon and then and, and Sylvan. Um, what what do you want me to say? It leans in and Jasper hears it say, I understood about half of that. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at Jasper. <laughs> You've got a 50-50 shot of him understanding. Okay. <laughs> and she repeats herself in Sylvan. <laughs> And it kind of cocks its head, and it says, "You already said that." <laughs> so awkward. He's calling you stupid. Oh, it looks, it looks like it's uh, starting to relax just a little bit. Like it's not like as on edge. It's kind of like unfurling its neck and like getting a little bit closer. It's lowering itself to the ground a little bit more. What does he want to know, Jasper? The year and why'd you piss him off? Um. She says the year in Sylvan, and she, but she doesn't add anything else. <laughs> she doesn't have an answer. And it cocks its head, and it says, 500 years. And it just kind of, like, falls silent, almost looks like it's kind of falling back and thinking a little bit. And then it says, why have you released me? Why'd you wake him up? We did not know that... You were sleeping. Um, We were just told that this place existed and there was a a tomb and we were going to pay some 
respects. And there was an older gentleman who essentially, I don't know, kind of like sent us on tasks and then he said he'd let us in and then we did the task, but then it was it was an illusion and then we came back and then we solved a bunch of puzzles. Slow and- down. Oh, uh, <laughs> and it, it, his voice crumbles again and it kind of like repositions itself and the ground kind of shakes just a little bit she just stops and just stares she doesn't know what it said so <laughs> speak slowly speak slower Oh, you're too nervous and he can smell it I'm sure he can see it too anyways <laughs> there was an old man who told us to do a task. We did the task. It was an illusion. He said he would let us in, and then he just sort of disappeared, so we came in, we solved the puzzles, and we thought there was a tomb. We were to pay our respects, and then we opened the door, and now we're here. And she just kind of smiles really awkwardly and then decides that's probably not a good idea and then just averts her eyes down again. Oh my god. (laughs) And it just kind of stares at Vez for a little bit. And then it just... And then it just proceeds to walk over you. And its body just kind of like glides above you. And its claws are actually like ripping up the stone tiles as it moves. And you watch it go to the other end of the chamber, um, the door you had entered through. And it's obviously too big to go through the opening. But as you watch, its body begins to shrink down and it gracefully takes the form of a young woman with long black hair and clad in plate mail. And without a look back towards you, she walks through the doorway on the other end of the room and leaves. What? What do we do? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I kind of think that we're going to have a situation on our hand if, if we don't do something. I'm not going to fight a dragon. Are you kidding me? I think the old guy was probably a dragon too now that, now that we're really getting down to it, and I know that they can do that. Oh my god. Wait, do you think that's an do you do you think that's Anita? Do you think she's Anita? Oh, oh my god! Oh, I'm gonna write a book. This is gonna be so cool. Although it's probably gonna have to be a f- fantasy. Wait! Oh well. Wait, if that's <laughs> Anita, she can help us! We should go ask her to help us! There's danger uh, coming if he runs. Oh my wait, god. Wait! <laughs> wait! No, she Vez? grabs him as soon as, like, she grabs, Vez grabs his hand <laughs> or arm or whatever piece she can get her hands on before what? he. Stop. What? Stop. But just please don't walk away. Yes, let her walk away. But we maybe never find her again. We came here to ask for that help. Might be a good to thing. That might be a good thing. Or she can eat us. Or just breathe angrily and kill us. Uh-huh. I- and eat us. <laughs> also, Jasper, when they- now? Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, and put me down. <laughs> But what do we do then? Well, I think if since we're already here, no, no, and I swear to God, skirt. But what else would we do, Theo? She can eat us, and you want to go steal her shit? 
Uh, she's not here to see it. Uh, she Gunner! Know. I don't know. You hear yourself! I, I'm just saying. Tuo, it's a, it's a, Tuo lets out a nervous whine. <laughs> I Look, I, I think we should at least take a look at what's in there. I, I, I don't think even just walking around would be a problem. That's very improper, first of all. That's just very rude. And second, I feel like we should ask first for Pete's sakes. I'm terrified. I don't know what to do, but I, I, going in right now, she's probably pissed. Vez, what did yeah, you say so to her? I told her what year it was and how we got here in summary. Oh, we should probably tell her more about what's going on, maybe. Okay, I guess so, but she's probably not around. And also, I do have a question as to why you're surprised about Gunnar wanting to go into a woman's bedroom when she's not there. He's already done this before and almost died. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> but Whoa, Fez, that, that is that's some, some shit. That, impl- that is some implications. You did. You've you already done did this it. once. Janelle's, Janelle's right. <laughs> yeah, but the way she said it. Man, just throwing out all the dirty laundry, aren't we? Yeah, Gunner, actually, no, I'm worried now. Gunner, you have a problem. You have a problem. Yeah, my I, problem I, is there is your problem. Listen, feel, feel. What? Just, just think what? of it as, as a little hospitality for us letting letting her out of that room. I mean, it doesn't seem like she could get out of there herself. She didn't give us permission, though, guys. We gotta ask, oh, or at least... You know, Sometimes you just gotta understand these things, Fio. I, I I understood by by the way she was walking out that she wanted us to go in there and help ourselves to whatever. Aegon, uh... look me in the eyes when you say this. <laughs> well, yeah. sw- look me in the eyes when you say that to me. I want to see how I don't listen. You can look me in the eyes and say that. Listen, I'm trying to just help my buddy out here. I'm trying to help my buddy Gunner here out. All right. Listen, you Aegon, you've been against me this entire time. Are you sure you're not doing it just because I'm mad at Gunner? What's what's your deal? Do you have a beef? What did I do to you? You're mad at Gunner? I didn't know that. No, Aegon, you're mad at me. What have I done to you? He Fio, walks up to Aegon. You have Aegon, a bit of a, seriously. A bit of a persecution complex there, Fio. I, <laughs> I've got no problems with you. Guys, back me up on this. What do we see in the room? Vez! Good, so while, good while they're arguing, Vez is the only one to walk forward. She doesn't go in the room. She just goes up to look. She doesn't cross the threshold or anything. She just peeks. Yeah, so like there's still, it's still smoky and you can't really make out a lot of details. But as you get close to the edge, you can already see some like scattered coins littering the ground in front of you. So you know there's going to be a lot more further in. A dragon's horde, some might call it. No, 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 no. What, what do you no. see, Vez? I mean, it is a dragon's horde, but I still don't know if we should take anything, because I do, contrary to popular belief, value my life. But, um, hmm, there does seem to be a lot of money, yes. Gunner, before you say anything, we need to ask. We need to ask, please. I don't want to die today. <laughs> I'm with you. Well, if, if if I recall, in a similar situation to this, I think um, uh, in the past, if someone really wants to do something, we just kind of let them go do it, right? No, that's never been the walk thing. towards the door. No, got it. Stop it. All right, I'll leave. I turn and start heading out. Oh, guys, no, don't split the party. I thought you loved doing that, Fio. 
<laughs> not on purpose. Yeah. So I mean, Gunner Gunner's still strutting. He's still moving oh, forward. I mean, if someone He's stops going. him, let's I, go. <laughs> Jasper, come on, let's go find her. Yes, that's what I'm going for. Gunner, I wouldn't go in there if they're leaving. If she catches you in there, she will eat you. How do you know that, Bess? <laughs> if he pisses off a dragon, he'll die. Well, How's yeah, that? I might just kill him. I might not eat him. Well, okay, that's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> you'll die, Dun- Gunner. Some some way, some form, you'll die. Is that better, is that, is that better Aegon? I mean, maybe, but uh, I mean, it, she might just respect him for doing it, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> Gunner whirls around Gunner whirls around to yell to Theo. What are you actually going to say to her? I don't what know. What could you possibly say? Probably they, the that truth. That proves this situation. They the can't, truth. They can't really say anything because they can't talk to her. I'm, Maybe I could draw I think, a picture as he's walking away. He's very good at that and acting, as we know from before, when he tried to be a sundial. But that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> 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 Fine, we can fuck with them because I'm. Uh, I'm very. That's they'll become barbecue. I just, yeah, I just want to like stall her at the very least. If she starts walking back, I, I just. If she's made the decision to leave, nothing you can do will stop her. Well, we you understand that, that sure. right? I gotta try. And he, he walks with Jasper. I mean, this is stupid be my guest, I guess. Okay, well, we might as well follow from a distance. If they die, somebody needs to bring their bodies back to their families, I guess. Fine. Don't worry, I'll resurrect Jasper if he dies. Okay. God. This is so dumb. We came here for... Gunnar mutters under his breath. We came here for treasure, and all we've done is apologize. (laughs) And you know, forgiveness is the greatest treasure. Oh god, Fia's gonna jog ahead and try to catch up to her. Okay, and Jasper's Jasper is leaving first, I believe. So I think uh, Fia's just catching up to Jasper first. Okay, and I will hold his hand as he attempts to go and stop him. What? Are you afraid <laughs> of the dark? What's up? Are you okay? Watch first, follow. There is no point in us taking our treasure. Let us just see what happens first. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. You take the lead. All right. So you guys are kind of trekking your way back through the ancient tomb. As you go, you actually can see that like the walls are kind of blackened a little bit as if burned. Like there's like a layer of charcoal on everything now. And you get closer and closer and you can hear like the slight rumble of the dragon's breathing outside of the cave as you get closer and closer. And you know it's like standing like right outside. And as you guys are walking forward and Vez is kind of in the back, she hears like a whisper of a voice kind of like trail past her ear that says, good job. And Uh she looks and she sees the old man standing right behind her. But he looks a little, little frailer than he did when you guys saw him earlier. So... This was the plan all along. First, you had to be tested. And he looks like it's like a struggle for him to talk. And he says, The time would come eventually, but fate delivered a potential to us. The test was twofold. 
first to see if you were ruthless enough to do whatever it takes to get what you want. Some of you passed that one. And like he looks like he's struggling to like stay standing. And he says, Second, it was to see if you'd be proficient enough to harm my daughter should you desire it. Your constant bickering on its own ensured me that you could not. <laughs> After that, I thought I would see how things went. So who... who are you? Just an old spirit making his way through the world. And as you're talking to him, like, he... he almost seems like there's, like, dust, like, falling from the ceiling and off of him, and then you realize he's actually slowly starting to, like, crumble. Well, I hope this last thing that we did was the right choice. And she, I guess, as he's crumbling away. Yeah, he... All he does is he just smiles at Vez, and he says, I think it was. And then he just slowly crumbles into dust. Do we keep walking towards the entrance? Yeah, I think the rest of you guys are making your way towards the entrance. And Jasper and Theo emerge first, and they see the dragon is standing out in a field. It had moved like just beyond the trees around the spot you guys were in. And it's kind of spread its wings out as it faces the sun to like catch the sun's rays on the its bat-like webbing. And the wing, you can see its full wingspan reaches almost a hundred feet. Oh my God. Like it just like, blo- like just covers the entire area behind it in shadow. And it's just standing there, like absorbing the sun. All right, Theo, well, you wanted to go talk to the dragon. Go on, put your money where your mouth is. Because I, mean, I don't have any money, so. <laughs> <laughs> you are so petty, Gunner, my God. Uh, I thought she was going to be like in the, the person form. This is a little intimidating, okay? I know, coming from me, I get it. But like, give me a second. Jasper, do you, do you, you understand? You understand her, right? Yes. Okay, uh. Nothing we say is going to change anything. It's better just well, to not watch. with that attitude. <laughs> just humor me, would you? Vez, you can speak to it. Her and yes. But I'm so I'm so sorry. You can, you can speak to her. I'm I'm sorry. It's just really weird for me. Uh, yes, but I can't understand. Although the old guy was a spirit and her father. Oh, we just great. had a chat, awesome. and then he disappeared into dust. Yep. <laughs> Maybe don't tell her that. Okay, I won't. The dust part. Um, Vez, can you ask her to, uh, to just like one second if she's not busy? Okay, but what's the plan after that? I just, I want to tell her what's been going on and, and see if she can help us. Or if she knows anything to help us. That's why we came here, right? We're trying to get stuff to help us. Hmm. Yeah, that's why we came here. Um, well, regardless of what the thing was, it was going to help us. That's just go with that if you have to. Okay. She gets within earshot, but definitely not close to who she in her mind is calling Anita currently. She doesn't know that for a fact, but <laughs> excuse me. Um, sorry to keep bothering. And she's talking in Sylvan. Yeah. Sorry to keep bothering you, but we were wondering if we could talk and kind of update you on some of the things happening in the valley. And she's trying to remember to talk slowly. 
because some bad things are going to happen, and we were wondering if you had any advice for us so that we can prevent them from happening. And she just kind of stares and just hopes that she doesn't get killed. <laughs> <laughs> and it it just stands there. Sorry, I should call her she now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she just stands there with her wings spread apart. And then after a little bit, slowly turns to acknowledge you. And then it speaks. And since it's out in the opening, it's still loud, but it's not as like rumbly and wall shaking as it was before. And uh, Jasper is able to translate her um, as she says, Advice? What advice would you take? Your matters mean very little to me. And it's still staring at you. Looks like it's waiting for some sort of response. That is a fair point. We are trying to prevent the removal via a a rift or planar shift, I don't really know, when a lot of elves try to go back to their home plane and take the entire valley with them. They are also being controlled by... Jasper, what did you say these things were... She, like, switches back. Jasper, what (laughs) did you say these things were called that are the worm things? Do I even know? Yeah, yeah, you found the, their name. You found their. You researched them. You found out they were called mind flayers. Oh, mind flayers, mind flayers. Oh, they're being controlled by mind flayers, and if you have any advice on how to defeat mind flayers, we would be greatly appreciative. And the dragon kind of cocks its head and lets out a another low rumble, and then another low rumble. And it takes you a second to realize it sounds like it's laughing. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my God. And then it looks over at Jasper, because it and she knows that Jasper can understand her. And she just says, I care not what you do from here on out, but perhaps I can be of some help to you as repayment for what you have done for me. And she turns and starts to walk back towards the tomb and begins to shrink down again into the form of the black-haired woman clad in armor. And she turns and gestures for you to follow her back in, despite just following her right out. And she says, Come, you are due a reward. Ooh! She will. She follows the hand motion because she thinks that's what she's supposed to do. Looks for Jasper. If he doesn't say anything, she's just going to follow. Does Jasper translate for them? Nope, he's going to see what they do. <laughs> he's not going to... Oh, no, I oh love this. Is, why? This is Jasper. This is Jasper. Jasper's such a dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe someone shouldn't have put him on a sling. Gunner and Aegon are still standing by the entrance, and then they see her coming back with Vez and Jasper following behind. Well... Gunner's just gonna follow them because at this point, you know, he doesn't know what's going on. And the the whole point of him coming out here was to keep everybody together, so. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you don't follow along too, he's just gonna look at two. I was like, well, that went much better than I thought it would. But I did. 
<laughs> yeah, Tuo lets out a happy little bark. Right? <laughs> so you guys follow the dragon back into the ancient crumbling tomb and you begin to feel that maybe something has gone or you begin to feel that maybe you've done something right this time. Woo! But only time will tell. hope you enjoyed this episode if you did share it and our other episodes with your friends family and co-workers your boss if you're daring visit our website to find your copy of a DD quick starter guide and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description there we discuss episodes dungeons and dragons and stem topics that we all love thanks again for listening we can't wait to see you here at applied dungeoneering some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.